Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. What's up, everybody? It's a new episode of the Early Retirement Vlog. I am Ray Taylor. Uh, in this version of the this episode, I'm going to discuss uh, some movies that I watched. I like to talk movies, and I saw some movies, and I'm going to talk about La La Land, I'm going to talk about Split, and I'm going to talk about uh, entertainment. Um, I'll start with La La Land. Uh, Academy Award nominee for Best Picture, uh, Best Supporting Actress, probably Best Actor, I don't know. Bunch of awards, I'm sure. Uh, but I watched it. I'm not a huge musical fan. It was the movie that headlined the Denver Film Festival that I did not go to. But if I had gone, that would have been the, uh, I think that was their big movie that, that came out, uh, or that they had at the festival. Um... And I'm not a huge musical fan, but I've heard so many good things. It was nominated. I saw Moonlight. enjoyed that. Uh, so I decided to watch this. And it is good. It's good. It's got all the things. I mean, the musical parts. I'm glad it didn't win Best Picture just because I'm not a huge fan of, of musicals. And this was an example of something I'm not a huge fan of. Like, there's... As far as movies go, that could win Academy Awards for Best Picture. This one easily could have. Um, I think the guy, this guy just won last year for Whiplash. Yeah. Oh, 2013. No, 2014. A couple years ago. We wrote on 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, let's see, what did he direct last? So he did La La Land, and then two years ago he did Whiplash, which Whiplash was fucking great. If you haven't seen Whiplash, um, it's not a musical, but it's definitely about music. Uh, but anyway, La La Land, it's, it's about uh, these two people who meet in L.A., it's modern-day L.A. Uh, one is a jazz musician, the other is uh, an actress. Uh, both are kind of struggling to achieve their dreams. Um, so it's starring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Emma Stone's the actress, uh, and she just goes on uh, audition after audition, doesn't get anything picked up. So she decides to do a one-woman show, one-man show, uh, just to show that what she could do, write her own stuff, uh, since she's not getting anything. And Ryan Gosling, his dream is to run, to own, I think it's a specific nightclub, uh, and turn it back into an old jazz club as it used to be. Uh, so it's, you know, it's two people who aspire to succeed in their art forms, living, moving to LA to follow their dreams. And, uh, it was good. You know, it was good. I mean, there's some music, I would consider almost uh, Swiss army man to be a musical. And there's a lot of musical elements in that movie. Um, I enjoyed that. I mean, the soundtrack to that's amazing. This is more of the type of musical that I'm not a big fan of. It's got, like, the big class... It looks gorgeous. It's got the the big classical uh, dance scenes. Like, it, it seems like 
more of a traditional Hollywood musical. Um, so that's cool. That's what they set out to do, and they hit the mark. They nailed it. Um, good performances. Everything's good. It's good. So if you're at all into musicals, you probably enjoy it. You've probably already seen it. Um, but anyway, that's La La Land. Uh, check it out if you want. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. But, like, if you're not into musicals, like, this is not a musical. Like, there's musicals that I don't mind. Like, Moulin Rouge was pretty fun. I like that movie. Um, South Park is a musical. Love that. Uh, but anyway, so moving on to the next one. I watched, which I was looking forward to seeing both these. I was looking forward to seeing La La Land and, uh, of course, looking forward to seeing Split, which is written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan, uh, a guy who really fell off uh, with his movie-making and writing abilities uh, over the past decade or so. He hit it strong. I remember I was working at the movie theater when The Sixth Sense came out. And it was, it was like a movie that just, it was just dying. You know, movie theaters, how they go, there's big theaters, there's small theaters. Big releases start out in big theaters, and then as attendance dwindles, they kind of move those down to the smaller theaters. Um, and that's what happened with Sixth Sense, and then all of a sudden, it got like this word-of-mouth resurgence, and it went from a small theater all the way to being screened on, I think, multiple of the large theaters uh, when I worked there. So The Sixth Sense was like a cultural phenomenon. Um, he became known as the twist guy. You know, he's got to have some kind of writing twist in his in his movie, uh, which I think that kind of hurt him. I enjoy most of his movies uh, up until The Happening. I was not a fan of The Happening. I tried to watch uh, The Last Airbender. Huge fan of the cartoon series, the animated series. Uh, I couldn't watch, like, the first action scene in that was enough for me. I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. Uh, didn't even bother with After Earth. He came back with uh, The Visit, uh, which I talked a little bit about on, on Inspired Disorder podcast uh, when it came out uh, two years ago. And... It was, I enjoyed it. It was a smaller film, uh, and it, it turned out really good. I really enjoyed it. So, like, it seemed like he's back on track making good work. Um, and then Split, I had, I started to hear good things about it, and with his movies, and with a lot of movies in general, for me lately, I hate trailers. I hate getting spoiled on shit. Uh, like... Go, like, I, the, I'm going to go see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's going to happen. I don't need to see any trailers. And I avoided the trailers because I don't want any jokes. I don't, I don't need anything spoiled. I don't need to watch advertisement for something I'm going to see. Um, and at the beginning of the last movie that I saw, they had a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So there's a moment in the movie that's already spoiled, uh, a, f a funny comedic moment, and I hate it. So I try to avoid trailers more recently. I really hate it. We tried to add a segment to the Inspired Disorder podcast where we talk about trailers. Uh, but I really hate trailers. They're just advertisement. That's it. They spoil movies most of the time. Um, I mean, they're okay if you like... If I'm going to go see an independent movie that I've never heard of, maybe I'll watch a trailer on it. Um, 
and I feel like independent movie trailers don't give as much away necessarily as like the bigger budget the movie gets, the more likely the trailer is to fuck it up. Um, so I voided everything on Split, and if you haven't seen Split, I might spoil it. I mean, it's a really good movie. It's I mean, let's just say if you're a fan of early Shyamalan, like you saw The Sixth Sense, you saw Unbreakable, you saw uh, maybe Signs, The Village, you know, you like those. At least Unbreakable. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's the very end of the movie. Like, there was no real twist, I would say. Like, the main character has multiple personalities, and throughout the movie... The, his doctor is, is saying, is discussing how these personalities uh, make these people who we think of as damaged, uh, she thinks of them as more evolved, like they're able to, to handle more stuff um, and has special abilities. Uh, so they're kind of sprinkling it through. So where the movie goes, uh, I wasn't really surprised at where it went. I was expecting it to go there. But the whole thing... The best review I heard, if you watch this movie, the best review I heard was on Slash Filmcast. Um, and there's like an eight-minute spoiler warning because you definitely want to watch the movie before listening to any reviews because there's a moment, especially if you've seen the early Shyamalan, there's a moment at the very end of the movie where you realize that this movie is more than just one movie and it actually is connected to another one of his movies. And that's... It's not really a... It's not really a, a twist. It's a, a reveal that happens that's amazing. And I wouldn't want to spoil that for anybody. Uh, but the movie's good. It's kind of like a... It, it kind of reminds me almost of like uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane where people... It takes place in like this one thing where people are kind of taken hostage uh, by somebody... Uh, who sometimes is sweet and sometimes is not. And just like 10 Cloverfield Lane, how that kind of has a change towards the end, this one doesn't, this one kind of settles into the change towards the end. But then that the, the reveal at the very end is split, is amazing. Um, and I'm sure if you have heard of uh, any, any uh, spoilers or any discussion, I would avoid everything. Just, I bought it on iTunes. Um, and I'm excited. It got me really excited, the reveal at the end. And it made me appreciate the movie a lot more. Uh, because now I'm looking at it through like a completely different scope. Um, so that's uh, Split recommended. I would, I would recommend, I enjoyed Split more than I enjoyed La La Land. Uh, two completely different movies. One is like a supernatural suspense thriller kind of movie, and then the other one is a musical. Uh, so M. Night Shyamalan, I'm excited. I want him to do good. It was fun to shit on him for a while when he was making horrible stuff, but I enjoyed his movies. I'm really excited to see. Hopefully this goes somewhere cool. Um, but Split was the the next movie I saw, and the, or the... Um, one of the movies, and then the last one, which I'm almost positive it was on Netflix, it may have been on, I think it's almost positive it was on Netflix, independent movie uh, called Entertainment, came out 2015, 
Uh, it stars uh, Greg Turkington and John C. Riley is in it and Ty Sheridan. Not a whole lot of characters in this movie. Uh, it's written and directed by Rick Alverson. Um, and Greg Turkington was also a writer on this. Uh, and it's it's really, for me, I've been... I guess you could say I'm a, a like a comic geek. Like I follow a lot of stand-up comics. I listen to a lot of their podcasts, seen a lot of their stand-up. I've gone to a lot of stand-up clubs. Uh, and because I listen to a lot of their podcasts and I'm kind of paying attention to... A lot of comics like to talk about the business side of it. And one of the parts of the business side of it uh, is like the road dog. Or when a lot of comics are coming up, uh, how they do these, these just horrible road gigs uh, just for stage time and to make money. So it's kind of like that, but it's more of an older road dog that just has this act that he's been touring. It seems like he's like this old comic that's been doing it forever, got this old kind of... It's kind of weird. Like his opener is literally a clown, and then he's like the old kind of just curmudgeon just old showman entertainer kind of guy i don't really know the best way to explain that but whereas like you know sam tripoli a stand-up comic likes to kind of break comedians down into two categories you're either a shit talker or you're a clown and clowns just try to be buffoons and try to be funny and then shit talkers are more edgy and hard and things like that so it almost in a way kind of seemed like that like they were kind of both characters of like these two different two drastically different comedic styles um, and showing like these just nothing gigs that they're going to. And it, it's basically like you follow this curmudgeon guy that's like been doing comedy forever and he's just hates his life. And it's a really slow movie, really dry movie. Um, but I really loved it. It's like a really good... It's like a dramatic, independent, just super simple. I mean, there's barely any actors in it. It's just, it's if you've seen independent movies that are just, most people, it's kind of slow. It just, there's a lot of just no dialogue, no score, just shots where you're just seeing people kind of just be in these situations. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Coming from the... The uh, just background and knowledge of just being a geek and kind of knowing a lot of the things that are the behind the scenes things in comedy. Not not as much as somebody who does comedy would know, but you know, uh, I enjoyed it. It was for for an independent slow movie. It, it gave me a new voice. It was a nice little story, and sometimes it's just nice to see people just hating life, you know? Everybody hates life at some point. Uh, especially if you're like an artist and you just feel like you're stuck and you can't, you feel like you can't evolve or you're not growing, you're kind of stagnant. You've been doing the same thing forever and ever and nobody seems to give a fuck and it's just, you're not getting anywhere. And shit happens, man. It's crazy. It's, I... I really enjoy it. For being a bummer movie, being a basic bummer movie, I really enjoyed it. So if you want to check it out, out of the three, Split was probably, like, 
my more favorite watch. Uh, entertainment, I would say, is probably the better movie out of the three. Uh, and then La La Land is... I mean, La La Land is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It's just musicals I'm not that into. But that's it, people. If you're looking for some new movies to check out, those are three of them. If you're looking to go see Split, I hope I didn't spoil anything. I tried to be pretty vague on it, but if you were a fan of M. Night Shyamalan early and you appreciated some of his early stuff, uh, it's more of a return to form. So I'd give him a second shot for sure. Um, and if you're looking for some other stuff, there you go. You got La La Land, you got Split, and you got Entertainment. You got me on Twitter and Instagram, at Ray Taylor. You can go to inspireddisorder.com is where all my stuff is. Go to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash inspireddisorder. I just updated a bunch of the, the, the bonuses and the benefits you get uh, going and becoming a patron uh, at Patreon. If you're not familiar, it's like Kickstarter, but it's monthly donations. Uh, so for people like me who put out content on a regular basis, uh, for me, if you are interested, you don't know what the other things I do are. Aside from the early retirement vlog, I also do the Inspired Disorder podcast. Uh, which comes out twice a week, every Monday and Wednesday, or Monday and Thursday. Uh, the Ultimate Movie Championship, which is a segment from uh, that show, uh, just got its new got a new iTunes feed. That comes out two episodes every week, every Thursday and or Tuesday and Friday. And that's where Keith and I rate movies and argue about movies and discuss movies. So if you like movies, uh, it's really fun. We the most passionate arguments we get in are generally are over the worst, the worst movies. Like they should, nobody should be spending time talking about these films. Um, so you check that out. All the stuff, patreon.com slash inspired disorder. Donate a dollar a month. Uh, but if you want to do donate more, uh, if you could donate $3 and you'll get early access to uh, the IDP and this show. Uh, I just need to figure out how to set that up. Uh, but you can get early access to the video versions of both of these shows. Uh, if you donate $5 a month, you'll get a merch discount to the things that I sell. I sell a bunch of artwork and prints, t-shirts uh, at inspireddisorder.com. So if you want to get a big uh, discount code uh, that you can use unlimited, it's uh, if you donate $5 a month, you're looking to buy some stuff, you know, donate there, you'll get the discount code. If you donate $20 a month, you'll get the discount code and you'll get a free, each month you'll get a free uh, 12 by 12 print of uh, my Photoshop series, IDB prints. And if you donate $40 a month, you will get the discount code, you'll get, the, you'll get one free IDB print per month, and you will also get one free uh, drawing from the Many Faces series which is an ongoing ink drawing series that's also at InspiredDisorder.com. Uh, so donate as much or as little as you want. You can change your donations. Like you want to donate and get, get all of the, maybe it's Christmas is coming up, a birthday. Sign up for 40 bucks at the, you know, and then after the month, say you want to jump back down to 20 or 5 or whatever, so you can still get that discount code. Um, you can do that. Uh, and then you get, a free drawing, a free print, and 25% off anything else you want to buy in the store. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash inspired disorder. Donate a dollar. Start with a dollar. It's $1 a month, $12 a year to 
help support not only this show, but the two episodes a week of Inspired Disorder, the two episodes a week of Ultimate Movie Championship, and all the other artwork and photoshops and all the maintenance and everything that goes into it that I do. Uh, so thank you all for those that have, like Matt, you could be like Matt Jackson, you donate $20, $20 a month, and you get mentioned on, on this shit. You want to get mentioned on this show? You want to get mentioned on IDP for helping support and make this shit happen? Donate $20 a month. I'll shout you out on all the shows. Um, and you get all the other benefits too. So he's getting a free print and he's getting a discount code. Uh, so live your life like Matt Jackson. Donate. Uh, that's it, everybody. Thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe and uh, like and share and all that stuff. And uh, support movies. Movies are great. Go see movies in theaters. Support theaters. Support small independent theaters. Fuck AMCs and United Artists. They fuck them. Go to a small theater. All right, people. Have a good week. Peace.